You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. Let's talk jargon. This is one of the most important things of any industry, period, full stop. I think the words that you use tend to be the barrier of understanding. Anytime I'm confused by something, I've always noticed, especially when I'm being exposed to new information, so much of it is just a jargon issue. I talk to a financial planner and then they start throwing these like acronyms and terms and just new ways of saying things, even if they're words that I understand independent of each other, they're sewn together in a way that confuses me and it's a jargon issue. And then once I stop them and I get them to explain the jargon, then it all becomes really accessible. And here's what's really interesting. You start to realize who knows their own industry because when you get past the jargon, people stop being able to explain certain things. And then you're like, wow, you really haven't dug this deep, have you? So we're going to go over Google Ads jargon for my tenured veteran Google Ads managers. You know this, skip this video. This is not for you. This is more for newbies. And then also like business owners, CEOs, people that aren't Google Ads managers, but want to be able to talk to Google Ads managers. I'm going to tell you what words to use and what those words mean. Let's get started. First, Google Ads account. Your account. People misuse this word often. They think that the account is just the login or just a campaign. Your Google Ads account is your home base. This is everything you have to do with Google Ads. Now, this isn't your Google account. So there's your Google Ads account. Your Google account is used to access your Google Ads account, but also used to access other things like Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager, Google Photos, Gmail potentially. So Google Ads account is home base for Google Ads. The Google Ads account is where you go to give other people access to your Google Ads. Now, pro tip, never let anybody create a Google Ads account for you. You create your Google Ads account. You own your Google Ads account because if somebody else owns your Google Ads account, they can hold you hostage. So account, home base. Campaigns, they're individual advertising mechanisms that are used to advertise within an account and target specific audience channels, goals, etc. So you're going to have different campaigns with different campaign requirements, different budgets. The campaigns are kind of the buckets with which within which you spend your money. You know, you can have a campaign with a specific offer, a campaign promoting a specific feed, a video campaign, a search campaign, campaigns. So accounts are the big kind of platform, let's say, and then the campaigns are the boxes that live inside of that platform. Ad groups are the delineations within those campaigns. Ad groups can be separated by honestly whatever you want. It depends on how it is that you choose to structure. You can separate it but you know based off of whatever paradigm or theory you think is most applicable. Separated by keyword, separated by audience, separated by offer, separated by ads as evidenced by the term ad group. Ad rank, Google claims to be an auction. They're not really, but they kind of are. Where you're ranked in that auction, how much you pay, where you're positioned, where your competitors are positioned. This is all calculated dynamically in real time according to something Google refers to as ad rank. And the ad rank algorithm isn't really known. They've offered us four or five factors that play into ad rank, but it's something that they keep opaque, opaque for obvious reasons. You, they, they can't give away the secret sauce. Google also has something called ad rank thresholds. Ad rank thresholds are super sneaky ways that Google forces you to pay a minimum required amount of money, regardless of whether or not there's a competitor or any competition for that search term or that audience or whatever. Ad rank thresholds, I think, fly in the face of the concept of an auction, because if it is an auction, that means that no competitive would be effectively free or very cheap traffic, not free, obviously. But Google's ad rank thresholds factor in how much money you make on the traffic when pricing the cost of this on this traffic. So be really careful with ad rank because it's a slippery kind of hard to measure grade that Google's offering us and they're using it in order to charge you. You want to make sure that you maximize your ad rank wherever possible. And the way to do that, by the way, is relevance. Be relevant for whatever it is that you're bidding on. If somebody searches for a hardware store and you're a mechanic, your ad rank is going to suck because you're not going to be relevant at all. 
And you might think to yourself, like, well, that's a stupid example. And I'm going to tell you, no, it's not. Because I see people search or bid on terms that are just massively irrelevant all the time. A good piggyback onto ad rank is quality score. The quality score is shown to you. So Google doesn't tell you your ad rank, but it will show you your quality score. And the quality score is kind of a predictive indication of what your ad rank might be. Because ad rank is, is calculated individually at every single individual auction. So every search, every user, every browser, every instance, there's a new ad rank in theory. There's no way that Google's gonna give you those ad ranks. They couldn't, or maybe they could, but it would be logistically very difficult. The quality score lets you know, roughly speaking, what your ad rank may be based off of a collection of predictors, like relevance and bid, and those types of things. Uh, landing page experience. Ad extensions. These are the unsung heroes of the Google ad world. Ad extensions are the little snippets and highlights and links and additional options that show generally on search ads, not just on search ads, but you're probably, they're more visually accessible in search. So you have your normal search result. And then like there's four little sublinks under that search result. Those are site link extensions, for instance. You wanna max out your extensions wherever possible, whenever possible. You don't get to choose when or how these are displayed. Google does. And so you wanna make sure you make as many of them available and accessible as you possibly can. Impressions. Impressions. Impressions just refers to people who saw your ad. Super simple. I hate agencies that report on impressions as a standalone vanity metric. They like to tell you that, oh, look, we're building your brand. Now, if you're a great big company, this might be true, but you need to know why impressions are important as a KPI. You need to know how it is that that lever influences the rest of your business before somebody should be able to report on it for you. So impressions are a good predictive indicator. The impressions to click gives you a click-through rate and tells you whether or not your ad copy is relevant, for instance, but you need to know why you're reporting on impressions before you report on impressions wholesale. Click pretty obvious there people that actually clicked on your ad. Now, this is important and more relevant because more and more Google is reporting on things like view-through conversions. So somebody who took an action after seeing an ad but not necessarily clicking on it, click-through rate, the number of clicks divided by the number of impressions equals your click-through rate. So click-through rate, 100 people saw me, two people clicked, I have a 2% click-through rate. View-through conversions calculated much the same way. 100 people viewed the ad, didn't necessarily click. Two of them bought, I have a 2% view-through conversion rate. CTA, you hear marketers talk about CTAs all the time. Call to action. What do you want somebody to do? Buy, subscribe, click, call, schedule, book, download. What is it that you want me to do? What's your CTA? You should always have a call to action. Landing page. Don't confuse this with squeeze page. A squeeze page is a page that I send somebody to and they can't do anything but the thing I want them to do. Don't love squeeze pages for a bunch of reasons. I've got other videos on that. Landing pages, this is just the page that the traffic is going to. So, you know, you've got 150 pages on your website and you're sending them to this specific one. That's the landing page, the page on which they will land. And what's really interesting about Google Ads is more and more and more, Google is actually selecting the landing page for you. You don't define the landing page, Google does. Optimization, don't love this word because it's such a catch-all. This just refers to the incremental improvements that we make in order to increase the efficacy of your campaign. So when we optimize, it might mean, oh, I'm gonna turn this audience off. I don't like optimizing by dimensions, by the way. So like, oh, I'm gonna, I've got no conversions from tablets, so I'm gonna turn off tablets. Well, you don't actually know that. You don't know where tablets have influenced the, the conversion path. You don't know what attribution really looks like long-term. You don't know what other channels this might be influencing. So be really careful about optimizing against dimensions. But optimization means the tweaks and improvements that are being made to a campaign in order to improve the efficacy. More and more now, optimization is happening from an AI-driven perspective, which is really interesting. Bid strategy. This is Google letting you choose how you want to bid. And more and more, Google is pushing us into smart bidding. So we have the ability at the moment to manually bid. Hey, Google, I'm willing to pay this much money, this manual CPC, this much money per click. 
And then you can actually turn on something called enhanced CPC, which is I'm willing to pay this much money unless you think that this person's really definitely going to convert, in which case you can bid, I think it's 250% more. But now we're moving towards maximize conversion or maximize conversion value, which is, hey, give me the most leads or give me the best leads. And then with those, you can track the cost per acquisition. So TCPA, the cost that you pay in order to acquire a lead or your ROAS, your return on ad spend. You want to be really careful optimizing on those metrics solely because you don't get to see the full picture of your marketing spend. You only get to see what Google shows and tells you, which is a little bit dangerous. CPC, cost per click, pretty basic, straightforward. This is how much money you're spending per click. I've seen personal injury is a good example. They can pay up to $1,000 a click, maybe more now. I don't have a personal injury attorney, a client at the moment. CPM, cost per milli. I don't know why this is the one place that the whole world decided to go Latin, but milli is just Latin for 1000 it's cost per thousand impressions and CPM is very often how you end up paying for display based ads. CPV cost per view. A view is when a viewer watches 30 seconds of your video or more, unless the video is less than 30 seconds, in which case it's whether or not they've interacted with the video. I like Google's 30 second threshold. I think that that's actually pretty fair on the CPV scale. So those are the jargon terms that I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. I think getting clear on semantic index and nomenclature is actually, that's the first step for all of us being able to communicate. I know this is something of an introductory video. Hopefully the rest of our subscribers don't yell at me for that. Appreciate y'all. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation. Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com, sol, the number eight, dot com.